We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Patty Rising. And I'm Brett Burkhart. Here's what's happening. U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein is hanging up her hat, announcing today that she will not seek another term in the U.S. Senate next year. As KCBS political reporter Doug Sovereign tells us, the decision was long expected with potential successors already declaring their intentions. Pressured by those who think it's time for the 89-year-old senator to give the next generation a chance, Dianne Feinstein finally announced this will be her last term, capping an extraordinary career that took her from San Francisco City Hall to the nation's capital, where she became a champion of gun violence prevention, environmental protection, and women's rights. Longtime Democratic activist Christine Pelosi tells KCBS, Feinstein was always a hands-on leader who set a high standard. The time that she pulled the Merrill limousine over, directed it would be pulled over, and she went to the sidewalk and gave somebody mouth-to-mouth resuscitation on the street. So literally, whether it was going to the showing up at the fire or reviving uh, somebody on the street or fixing somebody's tie. Uh, Diane Feinstein always had that really, really sharp attention to detail, and she made it part of her expectation in terms of what it meant to work with her, what it meant to work uh, for her in running the city or in advocating for the state of California in the Senate. Feinstein's signature moments in the Senate include passing a federal assault weapons ban and releasing that CIA torture report. At least three California members of the House are running or plan to run to succeed her, including Katie Porter, Adam Schiff, and Barbara Lee. Doug Sovereign, KCBS. San Francisco holding its annual Valentine's Day marriage celebration. As KCBS's David Welch reports, it's a very busy day at City Hall. Diane Ray is San Francisco's county clerk, which means she oversees weddings in San Francisco. On a normal day, City Hall hosts a little over 20 weddings. But on Valentine's Day... We have 256 ceremony appointments. As she puts it, it's a building full of love. The city tradition started in 2017 by then-county clerk Catherine Stephanie. San Francisco found they had more demand for city hall weddings than they had actual resources. So on Valentine's Day, it's all wedding officiants on deck. I'm 75% Irish, and I have Irish clans. So the minute I see two people happy, I'm like this. 
<laughs> That's officiant Ted DeSonic. He's been conducting weddings at City Hall for decades. Generally, we do two every half hour. But today, it, they would like you to move a little faster. And for those with a cynical streak, take it from the expert. Even when he moves a little faster, every wedding is special. It is very rare, very rare in the years I've done this, that I have seen anyone that is not in this moment completely. In San Francisco, David Welch, KCBS. Oakland's police department is announcing new foot patrols in the shopping districts. KCBS's Raquel Maria Dillon reports business owners welcome the extra law enforcement presence on the streets. Acting Police Chief Darren Allison announced new police foot patrols in commercial districts across the city of Oakland. Not just downtown and uptown into Rockridge and Montclair, but certainly around the lake, Fruitvale, Laurel, into deep east Oakland. Allison said a $1.8 million state grant will fund these positions. We're starting out with a sergeant and six officers, so obviously we can't cover all districts. There will be multiple locations that a single officer will have to cover through their shift. Those shifts will be during business hours, Monday through Friday. As for launching a program like this with the Oakland police chief on administrative leave under a cloud of scandal... Mayor Sheng Tao said not to read anything into this announcement. She said this has nothing to do with Laron Armstrong's fate. She's just doing her job proactively. This is around being proactive. Under this administration, we're going to be proactive. Put the safety and the feeling of safety, and not just that, but ensuring that small businesses are supported. In Oakland, Raquel Maria Dillon, KCBS. With more on the news, watch here, Spratt. Patty, you know there's concern when the U.S. Marshal's Office includes Oakland in a multi-agency law enforcement action. KCBS's Alice Wirtz reports. In downtown Oakland at the Federal Building, a multi-agency turnout, including Homeland Security, the AT and Oakland Police. Newly appointed top U.S. Marshal Matthew Silverman spoke about Operation North Star 2. The main focus of this operation was to reduce violent crime in Oakland and in the Bay Area. And we did just that. In a data-driven operation, the U.S. Marshals, in partnership with other federal, state, and local agencies, focused on some of the most violent cities in the U.S. Violent crime in 10 locations across the country including Oakland and the Bay Area, focused on reducing violent crimes, homicides, and crimes that have guns involved in them. Silverman says this was a case of both quantity and quality arrests. 63 total fugitives arrested. On top of that, we had another 43 additional local warrants which were closed. The operation recovered 48 firearms, 8 rifles, as well as 22 pounds of drugs and 17 vehicles. In Oakland, Alice Wirtz, KCBS. After more than a week, somewhat of an agreement has been reached, which has led a Silicon Valley developer to end his hunger strike. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges says it involved the city of Sunnyvale and permits. For eight days, developer Navneet Aaron didn't eat, sitting at Sunnyvale City Hall with signs reading, Stop Bureaucracy, Allow Construction. His 18 townhome project delayed. In one of the meetings that I was also on with the county, we were told that the first round review can take up to 45 days. Uh, and that's just the first round. He says halting construction meant no work for quite a few people. The people who are working on the job site every single day, we have a team of uh, 17 people on a framing team who work there every day. What do I tell them? Should I tell them, guys? I don't know. The hunger strike may have made the difference. His construction project back on track. To be honest, I would hand it to county. They, they were very thankful. I'm very thankful they 
acted very quickly. Uh, they have been very supportive. Aaron broke his eight-day fast with Indian food, something he had been craving. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. It started with a TikTok challenge, a viral video that dared viewers to exploit a design flaw in Kia and Hyundai vehicles sold in the U.S., between 2015 and 2019, which allowed a person to start these cars while bypassing its ignition button, an anti-theft device, leading to millions of thefts. But the Korean automakers say they have fixed the issue today. For more, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by reporter Jeff Gilbert with our sister station, WWJ, in Detroit. Jeff, thank you so much for your time. Sure, thanks for calling. First, can you tell us what the design flaw was and how people exploited it to steal these cars? Yeah, all of these vehicles use keys. None of them had push buttons. And I'm not a mechanic, but apparently somebody put on TikTok and put on the Internet ways to exploit it, ways to start these vehicles without, without a key, and it became a challenge. So if you take a look at theft numbers, you know, numbers for certain Kias and Hyundais from those model years were through the roof compared to other vehicles that were being stolen. So how, well, I guess the, the first question I want to ask you is why did it take them so long to fix the problem if it first cropped up in 2019? Well, it, it, it apparently, I cannot answer for Hyundai or Kia on that, but uh, apparently it's taken a while to come up with a software fix. They have sent the equivalent of the club to a number of people to uh, lock their steering wheel, so they did have a low-tech fix for a while. And uh, again, when you're developing software for a car company, it's something that takes time. I can't tell you whether it took too long or not because I'm not an expert in that in that area. They actually sent a claw to the customers. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and they recommend you continue using it just because they say it's a good theft deterrent. I talked to somebody from Kia about that today that, uh, you know, when people, car thieves see a car with something like that in them, it does tend to be a deterrent. But, but again, the fix is more software oriented. You will now actually have to have a key in the ignition before the vehicle will even start. And uh, it will also activate alarms longer if somebody tries to tamper it. So those are essentially the software fix. Jeff, how do the, the car owners get the software fix? Uh, they'll get a letter in the mail, just like a recall notice, and uh, they're going to start rolling this out right away. It's going to be phased in over the next several months, but people will take the vehicle into the dealership, and the dealer will do the software update. And they actually have little stickers, if you want, that they can put on your window saying your vehicle has had the update to make it uh, more more resistant to theft. I don't know if that would actually make it resistant to theft or cause a challenge, but you do have those stickers if you want to put them on. Will it cost owners any money? No. This is something that Kia is doing, essentially, as you see with the recall. It's something that Kia and Hyundai are doing to fix this problem. Jeff, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but when this uh, this flaw became apparent, did it do anything to affect the, the resale of these vehicles or, or the sale of new cars? I, I don't know if it did anything to affect the resale of vehicles, but it seems obvious that that would have some sort of impact because there were some insurers that were not insuring these vehicles on resale. They weren't necessarily canceling individuals' insurance, but when they were sold, they were saying, no, it's, it, it's too much of a risk for me. Uh, it's had no impact on, on new vehicle sales. Hyundai and Kia sales have actually been impacted more by the computer chip issue than by this. 
Jeff Gilbert, we always appreciate it. He's with our sister station, WWJ in Detroit. Patty, we could see an electric ferry take passengers to one of California's state parks by next year. As KCBS's Jade Hernandez explains, it'll be a first for one of California's short route ferries. The Angel Island Ferry carries hundreds of thousands of visitors to Angel Island State Park. Next year, some environmentally forward changes. The vessel will operate as the state's first zero-emission electric short-run ferry. PG&E will help with the electrification process as its spokesperson, Tamar Sarkeesian. PG&E plans to bolster electricity transmission to the ferry terminal and support the installation of charging infrastructure. This will help power the 59-foot, 400-passenger vessel for its ferry service, Sunset Cruises, and chartered events. The project is part of PG&E's 2030 Clean Energy Goals. We're aiming to proactively prepare the grid for EV-related electric load. The fourth-generation owner and operator of Angel Island Ferry says she's very excited, and this shows that PG&E supports small family-owned businesses like theirs in trying to reduce emissions. California-based Green Yachts has been selected to transform this particular ferry to an electric propulsion vessel. Jade Hernandez, KCBS. Here's KPIX 5's Paul Hagan. Behind the storm system that brought us the scattered showers and gusty conditions today, we're going to have some chilly nights in store for Wednesday morning and Thursday morning. Low temperatures are going to start off around freezing inland with upper 30s around the bay and along the coast. It's below average for this time of year, but it's February. We get chilly weather frequently this time of year, and we're not going to be really close to any record low temperatures. Despite those chilly starts, we are going to manage to warm up with plenty of sunshine both Wednesday and Thursday to within a few degrees of what's average for mid-February. That means mid to upper 50s to around 60 degrees. Maybe a degree or two cooler on Friday with a slight chance of showers, but the forecast has been trending drier. It will be dry for the holiday weekend with temperatures back into the low to mid-60s. I'm meteorologist Paul Hagen with your KCBS KPIX 5 First Alert Forecast. Thanks so much, Paul. KCBS is partnering with the American Red Cross Northern California Coastal Region through the end of March to raise awareness about the importance of donating blood. And as KCBS's Liz St. John tells us, a new facility in Oakland is helping this ongoing life-saving effort. The new Red Cross Donation Center on College Avenue in Oakland is a great addition to the local community, offering people an opportunity to help save lives. The Red Cross Blood Center has been in North Oakland for many years for decades, and now they're expanding here, right here on College Avenue. Uh, that's going to serve the entire East Bay, really. Oakland City Council member Dan Kolb represents North Oakland. It's, it is so very important for people who are eligible to donate blood to actually come in, make an appointment, and actually donate blood. It's painless, it's easy, and it will save lives. The Red Cross needs whole blood donations, and if you have a little more time to give, consider donating platelets, like Red Cross ambassador and volunteer Park. It's one of the best ways to spend an afternoon at the Red Cross. You probably spend about two or three hours here at most, and you get to watch a movie, you get to enjoy snacks. You can find a link to sign up to donate at a center near you at kcbsradio.com. Liz St. John, KCBS. San Jose's new mayor is facing criticism that his transition process has lacked transparency. As KCBS's Keith Manconi come, tells us, it comes as the council meets today to set key budget priorities. To help guide his new administration, Mayor Matt Mahan has drawn together several advisory committees, and today they're presenting their recommendations before the city council. But some local advocates say those recommendations have come up short. We're here because we believe San Jose residents need a budget that benefits the majority, not the few. 
Maria Noel Fernandez leading a rally at San Jose City Hall. These advocates are pushing for key progressive priorities like renter protection, support for workers, and increased city services. They also object to the decision to make those committee meetings closed to the public. Look, one of the disappointments right now is that the, the mayor has taken a very public, open process around budgeting and moved it closed to the closed door. Responding to this criticism, Mayor Mahan has said the closed meetings allowed for more honest discussions, adding that the process was cleared with the city attorney. In San Jose, Keith Manconi. KCBS. With more on the news, watch here's Brad. Patty, members of a committee charged with investigating possible reparations for San Francisco's African Americans released their preliminary findings today. KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub explains. Instead of asking for financial payments for the city's African Americans, as is the case with efforts at the federal level, San Francisco's African American Reparations Advisory Panel seeks change. The Reverend Abos Brown. Black in the school district at the bottom of the ladder, at the bottom of the well, when it comes to academic performance. That needs to stop. Brown says the city must address access to health care. In the area of housing, it is a shame that in this city and county, African-Americans are not getting fair housing. Daniel Landry is a committee member. He says racial disparities have resulted in black flight. The city has gone from a 16% African-American population two decades ago to just 4% now. San Francisco needs to atone and stop playing politics on the future of black people here in this great city. The committee's report will be presented to the city's Board of Supervisors next month. Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. The mayor of San Francisco wants more money for more cops, a whopping $27 million more. KCBS's Jim Taylor has more. San Francisco is short about 500 police officers. To cover the basics, Mayor London Breed is proposing to pay for a ton of overtime in the short term, more officers in the long run. Increased recruitment and there's a number of initiatives that uh, we've already proposed and, and a few more that we plan to in the upcoming budget uh, for recruitment and also retention because we know there are a lot of officers who are also retiring so we have to keep that in mind and prepare for the future. More cops in San Francisco? Well we need more. We're, we're short so I want to make that clear. We are short by a little bit over 500 police officers. The $27 million supplemental, also co-sponsored by four San Francisco supervisors. Jim Taylor, KCBS. Nissan is recalling more than 463,000 older cars because the emblem on the steering wheel can come loose when the airbag deploys and it could injure drivers. The recall mainly in North America covers certain Frontier small pickups, Titan large pickups, Pathfinder and Armada SUVs from 2008 through 2011. It also includes Quest minivans from 2008 to 2009. The company has not developed a repair yet. Customers will get an interim letter in early April, followed by a letter telling them to go to a dealer for service. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.